this one, we're going to start a little bit differently. But if you believe in devil or evil, please scurry, scurry off since this is not your platform. For our conversation, we're going to look at a little bit of attachment style and the 5D mystic functional adult, the enlightenment soul age person who's a secure attachment, integrated brain. It's an individual who doesn't have relationships because they need to extract their self-worth or joy or any of it. We are always in a state of love. Okay, so I'm going to just get and dive right in because I have a short amount of time. So being ourselves, straightforward, twin flame, flame, soulmates, we are very clear mystics that are 5D on all of it. Nobody's a special anything. We're all special because we will choose each other for who we are as we are. And then we will allow each other to work together to grow those parts of each other that we bring out when we are triggered, when we're not triggered, and we become the versions of ourselves together that we want to and inspire in each other the relationship that we are also going to bring together because we're both hungry for tangoing, independently from if one is secure, one is not, okay? So a person who is open to growing the parts of themselves with a loved one, they will be their self, they will choose you for you, like you will choose them for them, and you will not be in a tango that is a saga that we hear from the twin flame people or any of those coaches that are trending topics. When people know about secure attachment and insecure attachment, and they are able to normalize that we are going to be attracted to whoever it is you're going to be attracted to, and we're not going to dive into this one in depth today, but we'll pick it up again in a longer podcast episode. So you're going to be attracted to whoever it is. For 5D Mystic, we actually aren't attracted the same way. We will recognize the energetic imprint of our twin flame, flames and soulmates. And we will come together with only those that are part of our oversoul. And when I say come together, I'm a poly secure person. So I do mean romantically. And we choose them for how they are without saying, oh, you are an insecure attachment style, let me come fix you. No, we are able to be the grown-ups, the 5D mystic, functional adult, enlightenment, soul age person. So yeah, that's, raise your hand for the ones of you who have your emotional body, check. You're always directly communicating, check. You don't do codependent anything, check. You're not changing, taking care of, rescuing, no superhero, no supervillain, no, no. Check, check, check. Who are you? Who are you being? Be yourself. That's what we are. Check. My name's Maria. I'm an unconsciously loving human being. I have flaws and perfections and I'm totally secure and I love every minute of it. And in fact, if only I'd had this word as a teenager, definitely I would have said, hey, I think we should go polyamy because what you're doing seems like we can make it ethical, ethical non-monogamy, no, no titles. You know what? Let's do anarchy relationships and non-hierarchical. So you do you, I do me, and since we both can move into secure attachment land together, you become strong, I become strong, where? Emotionally, not physically. So, when you are a secure attachment person, which is what our lovely 5D collective, all of those who are here, they're learning to integrate the brain, work with the emotional body, that's why we have episodes in the paid subscription-based model content for it, and we use our restorative embodied self, so we know how to handle a person, we are always handling situations of conflict with a way to know 
not only that we're not going to shame and uh, bring somebody down, but we, one, regulate our nervous system, and we also have a way that we try to communicate because we do it with a respectful and loving tone, but we do do it with a ventral vagal tone. So that's, just, that's the part where the insecure attachment person does not necessarily have the ability to take those parts that come up and say, you know what, yeah, you're bringing out some really tough emotions for me. Let's talk about it. Okay, so when a person does not actually want to chit-chat, why? We already know this. What are they not able to do? They're not able to actually, and they can, they just don't find value in actually having an emotional conversation with another person. They don't find it valuable to be vulnerable. So what do they choose? They choose fear. They choose their trauma, safety, behavior, response. They choose their addictions, drugs, alcohol, sex, food. They choose their story. They choose their, I'm not worthy, inner critic, and or then I am worthy, and they're the villain of my story. And so they do this shame cycle, and they stay in their trauma, safety, behaviors. That's why there's no devil or evil or demons, and the whole Twin Flame saga, it's really blown out of proportion. So let me explain 5D will know that there's no bad twin flame or good twin flame. Everybody gets to choose if they're going to regulate their own nervous system, have a conversation with their partner, handle each other in a way that picks each other up and also in a way that says, I love you and choose you for who you are and you are beautiful and we can actually handle these conflicts because we care about each other. So no matter what is coming up, because we are both here, and we both have some ways to handle what is a healthy relationship, but that's where self-worth comes into the mix. So if you have a person who doesn't have self-worth because they have low self-esteem, they are used to doing indirect communication, they are passive-aggressive, they actually think that boundaries means I'm going to cancel you and be very shameful, blameful, faulty, revengeful with you. And so they're in a body with anger, by the way, and their brain is actually in that state and they're completely disregarding their mannerisms towards a person. So here's our codependent type. I'm going to change you. I'm going to take care of you. They feel lost if they're not able to change or take care. We read about, no, we didn't. I'm going to read to you something after the avoidant, or maybe I did but it actually will serve us to hear it here as well. That way you can hear something more on this lovely style. Okay, so the avoidant uh, attachment style, the childhood of this type of insecure attachment is forced to put uh, the parents' needs above their own. They're controlling and critical, the parents. Uh, they were shamed for sharing their emotions. So a child of a family that is toxic, basically. So they are not able to learn how to regulate and they're not able to feel safe. So they have chronic shame. This child will grow up to be an avoidant and or anxious. And we have the fearful avoidant, which has both of these, remember. So their defense mechanism, their nervous system is always in fight flight, but they long to attach. So they're also attaching, which means they're actually a person who has the ability to think they know everything because they do have a knack for being a person that uses their omnipotent, you know, uh, intuition. It's because the anxious is hypervigilant. They learn how to scan in an effort to give the solution that is 
in the insecure territory. So it's, it's very, if you look at it from a human perspe perspective, fascinating because the child learns how to be safe in their own home. So when they're scanning, they learn how to scan in an effort to support each other through nervous systems. But let me get back to, so avoidant, they have a fear of being controlled and they feel suffocated when in relationship. They have difficulty showing emotions. They are sensitive to criticism, which is why they immediately begin to get defensive because once you go gray, now their superpower of being omnipotent has been broken. They're not omnipotent anymore. So you can imagine when they meet a secure attachment person, they're not going to be able to get anywhere with their usual unfortunate games, which aren't games, gaslighting, manipulation, narrative discrepancies is another part of the traumatized brain, as well as vilification. So then creating a bad guy out of the story because they don't handle criticism well or being in the gray area. And instead of choosing to respectfully and lovingly speak to another human being, they use a tactic, their usual tactics. That's what people who are in a insecure attachment style, so they have wounds and or trauma wounds, so they don't speak directly, but they choose to actually basically make up stories and not really have a serious heart-to-heart -heart conversation. Indirect communication is because if you have a serious conversation, you come to a conclusion by the end of it. Like with my attachment style friend, anytime we were in the misalignment when we actually in the three different occasions or two that happened, I forget, for, for sure too, uh, we both had a statement. I said, I can't give you what you need. They said, you can't give me what I need. And I said, yes, you're right. I know I can't give you what I need, what you need. I had told you that prior, but that's where I didn't mention that part. I just acknowledged and apologized, meaning I'm sorry that I can't give you what you need. And you're right. So we will, you know, not have to chit chat. And eventually instead we found our new balance because they came back around and there's familiarity. So they found a way to be secure in their own skin with me. And that's the beauty of relationships that are true friendships. So we can say, fuck you, fuck you. But we don't do, I'm going to cancel you. We don't use weaponizing words, which is the adaptive child. These are traumatized people that weaponize. Ah, I'm going to call you a narcissist. I'm going to call you that. Those are all people who are not their higher self. So when you're being yourself, somebody can use all the words they want. You're not going to give a shit because you're going to be like, uh, yeah, okay. So we're going to agree to disagree. Is that what we're doing? Because I'm, I'm ready to move on, honestly. You know, so at a certain point, if there are people in your life that you'll ever meet that are rigid, you're not really going to hang out with them much because it's boring to be around people who don't know how to have fun. The adults know how to have fun. But this is where we choose people for who they are. So we know... That fun can always be a part of the relationship. There's just areas that won't be necessarily compatible. So learning how to recalibrate is straightforward. Um, the avoidant withdraws and that's when they're overwhelmed, which is usually whenever emotions get into the mix and they're quick to find reasons to leave. They have low self-esteem. The Avoidant also says, I can find better. So they look to the, I'm going to find somebody better. I'm sure I'm not missing out on anything. It's a, nothing important. And I do know people, they feel trapped. So they feel trapped. They basically make up, I can find better. But there's also other things that happen in the in-between. This is just one example of the phrases that they could stay, stay and, and, and not stay. Okay, so anxious, has fear of abandonment, constant communication is what they would need, and they hate being alone, they're extremely jealous, they're hypervigilance, and they also have low self-worth. They had unstable and un... 
what is the word that unavailable parents they were also neglectful parents and abusive so those are actually people who say don't leave me this is my only chance at love please stay and those two attachment styles tend to be familiar to each other and the twin flames definitely is this trauma bonding because their subconscious childhood is trying to the the wounds the wounds come up but as the lovely Shazmin, Shazmin, yes, Bank mentions, we don't need to be focusing on these relationships this way because you don't get into a relationship because you need to heal each other and leave each other. No, the, the part about growing together is the part of what relationships give us the opportunity to do. However, it takes two to tango. So people who are healthy, they both have self-worth which means they can grow together. And I say healthy because healthy self-worth is I'm not superior to you and I'm not inferior to you and you're not superior to me and you're not inferior to me and you're going to be yourself and I'm going to be myself, which is why any of our relationships, the 5D functional adult, it's not hard. I have not had any hard relationships. The only ones that were in any way ever, shape or form, in my body challenging, this is because of insecure attachment and nervous systems that in fact, now that I know plenty of words, but I'm just going to use straightforward defense mechanism, nervous systems, that's it. And this is exactly why the rigidity would come up. My body would pick up on the nervous systems of the people. And still to this day, if somebody is a person who begins to get agitated, I will notice their sense of self, the felt, and I will move away because I don't actually want to trigger anyone since I'm out to enjoy myself with my relationships and not to create any type of ego situation. And since most people don't seem to want to grow up, they're okay with the hangover movie and, you know, mean girls and whatnot. There's no reason for a person who's intuitive to actually try to do anything. Because again, we don't have the Zen masters, this thing of let me come change you. The whole point of secure attachment, we know what actual healthy boundaries are flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brains. So the integrated brain is of those of us who handle our words, handle our emotions, look to grow together. And we will always do that with the two things that this lovely lady presents, respect and love. Secure attachment person will look at you and will talk to you with respect and love. And they will be very appreciative of the time that you will have spent due to the fact that we will have chosen to stick around because we love who you are, as you are, and not because we need you. We enjoy you. And that's where, once we're clear on the aspects of enjoyment, our enjoyment keeps growing and growing, and that's for the people who tangle. So the people who stick around, doesn't matter what their attachment style is, they get to be themselves. And that's why we have 5D friends, 4D friends, 3D friends, secure attachment friends, insecure attachment style friends. we got them all of all colors of the rainbow. Okay, so let me share a little bit more on Shazmin Banks. She mentions how the different attachment styles can help each other to grow, that people bring in the positive things when they're looking, of course, at the positive aspects. So we catch ourselves. People who catch themselves, it's because they decide to want to grow with another person. So even though they're different from each other, they get to keep talking about the different language they have, about the different interests they have, about the different 
emotional experiences they have and that it's really beautiful to be able and have that exchange. And the aspect of how you can focus on the beauty between the relationship versus the negatives, this is very straightforward for 5D mystics and functional adults. We always do this, which is why our oversoul expands. It's also why when the 4D talks about energy vampires, dark auras, and the cancel culture, we are very much like, what are you talking about? That's not love. Because secure attachment will know what love is. Love means you're safe to be yourself with me. And you have your interests and I have mine. Again, I choose you for who you are, not for who I want you to be. I choose you for your personality, not for the personality I want to see. I choose you with your name. This is why the whole thing about the one, you can choose a one. It's not the one. It takes two to choose to grow old and to grow up and to then grow together when the misalignment, when the fear comes up. The people who choose fear, they choose their trauma. They choose what they're familiar with. They choose to disregard that they're choosing something based on an emotional reaction. They choose to, in fact, be reactive and they choose their story. The shame, blame, fault, and revenge story. I'm broken, they're broken. Uh, I'm evil, they're evil. Or let me go grab my notes. I have them right here because it's in the vibration of the 3D and 4D. Um, it's unfair, I'm unfair, I can't, they can't, it's my fault, it's their fault. So the part about choosing fear and trauma versus choosing what is actually going to heal, it's because, as all of the lovely therapists, though, have shared, a person, they will have an adaptive child. As long as they're not ready to tend to their inner child, and so that they're aware of I'm in this uh, charge and I am handling another person. I would want to handle myself like a grown-up. So this is why I choose you for who you are. And then we work on the parts of us to grow to that which we want to bring from ourselves. And of course, that's the versions of ourselves that will inspire the relationship to be beautiful and to blossom and to be that kind of hungry charged and not charged in the way of the this is where the substance ecstasy and ecstasy meets so when you're in your ventral vagal so it's a in-depth emotional relationship not the charge of the um, trauma stuff that stuff no you actually are able to process it together because you have conversations that's because a person will not be hiding who they are from you they talk about their triggers they talk about themselves they talk about everything. And people get in their twin flame flames and soulmates over soul, they get choice points. They get to choose every step of the way in a relationship when there's misalignment and misattunement, how to handle that stuff. And so relationship 5D, all of those who are here, we don't say I'm going to abandon shit because you actually don't navigate your emotional body or mental body in a specific way. Again, no, we're in it for the long haul. We choose you, the people we choose in our life, secure attachment people. It's because we enjoy you. And again, we really usually, on the most part, know how to tend to each other. And when I say really usually, it's because we don't know 
that people get into their trauma because we're not studying people. And that's why we're not going to try and study you. That seems like a scientific experiment. What the fuck? And if anybody actually studies us, it's like, what are you doing? People will talk about my intuitiveness in this way. They say, you, you study or you are analytical or you know. And I, and I try saying, I'm not actually studying. I just read body language. I mean, I'm a human. That, that's what it is. So the part about uh, what comes out of my mouth, meaning words, it's not planned. It just comes out. <laughs> and, and it's funny, though, because I do know of people who instead they study people. They actually say, ha ha, I have clears now. Oh, I'm going to have fun. Like literally there's people, I'm going to have fun studying people. What the fuck? And you know, here's the difference. The people who study people like that, they're actually in the traumatized brain because that hypervigilance is the only reason they have omnipotent whatever. Uh, and it's not omnipotent. Again, when they meet a secure attachment person, they won't have quote unquote a chance. What it means is that they cannot read us in that way. They can speak whatever they're going to perceive because, of course, they're going to perceive us vibing. They're going to create some story in their mind. We're not going to care about what story they create because we don't care about another person's story. It's their story, not our story. But what I'm saying is they actually won't know who we are at all because they will have made all these assumptions, all of these stories in their own head without even actually interacting with us like from a vulnerable place because they were too scared to actually speak and to get into what is vulnerable. So vulnerable means we talk about the things we don't like about each other. For example, I mean, usually that's not even going to be an equation, but that's for the secure attachment people. So when you're able to be yourself, I laugh because nobody can tell me, oh, I mean, okay, I won't like if somebody is an asshole to human beings, but since most of these people seem to be assholes to human beings that I've met so far, meaning, ah, humans suck. It's like, okay, there you go, confirmation. How do you talk about humans sucking when you're a human? So I, I'm just used to leaving that one alone. But if you ask me what I don't like, of course I'm not going to enjoy that. I love people. So uh, the part about what we don't like, though, we don't live our karma. We live our dharma. We are grown-ups. We know that you and I are going to be different. And that's why, again, I choose you. I choose you for you. And I don't choose you so that you can be something I want you to be. No, that would be ridiculous. I choose you so you can be yourself. I choose you because I like who you are. And the emotions that arise when we're together. But... Like I said, that's the part of where only as the nervous systems get to be safe together and therefore open heart. And open heart means direct communication where we accept each other's differences, the way, different language, the different way we think, the different things that we, you know, so I'm fully secure. Anybody who's out there who's monogamous is going to have to accept, for example, that part. And then the fact that we can both, though, feel safe to be ourselves and to talk and to feel heard, and to want to actually move into that relationship with the ability to know that nobody is right or wrong in their attachment style, and that what is right for one person doesn't have to be right for the other, but you make it work in a way that both choose to be themselves and grow. The growing part is just a matter of communication, by the way. And the part about communication is 
not even a big deal because once you've reassured each other on an emotional body spectrum and that comes with consistent contingent communication we build secure connections and secure attachment connections the person who is a secure attachment that would be 5d and that is how we will keep moving forward as we talk more in depth on relationships with all different types of attachment styles and categories but the 5D person uses their mind left and right mode. So the emotional body is in the forefront and there's the ability to mature it and to not be overwhelmed and ignore it. And then to allow yourself, thanks to your relationships, to move into intimacy and to put into practice your grown-up tone. That doesn't mean you're not going to have triggers. We all have triggers. Again, some people are working through compulsive behaviors that involve drugs or alcohol or compulsive sex or food but the people who want to actually move into a version of themselves that they know they can be which is to be yourself but the adult self so some people talk about it as change when you instead have a relationship with this essence of life that each of you and each of i we're one big ball of energy there's a way that you know every person has a heart body when you connect to it, it's because you finally have connected to your human restorative embodied self. You don't have to talk about it as a spiritual awakening or spirituality. You can, and we do, we involve it all, but it is you in a secure attachment body with an integrated brain and a restorative embodied self. It's a human 101. You're the optimized mental and physical health we have our lovely updated mental health professionals who know all about how to explain this and share this as well as our said guru with yoga and what he does. And then there's us, the in-between, the in-between 5D mystics and functional adults, not the 4D. 4D do other stuff. And I'm going to leave that to the side because I don't do that stuff. They are here for others who are going to be moving into bonding and certainty with their groups and to be continued Meantime, again, choose you for you. That's straightforward if you're 5D and you choose others for who they are. And that's because that's mindful relationships and beings and masters. Love each other. Remember that none of us walk in another person's shoes. And so you're not in another person's body when they are in whatever mannerisms they are. Try to be respectful and obviously loving is straightforward and you allow yourself to create space and the space serves so that you can just give it a minute or two and then you always can close out any type of interaction with gratitude because at the end of the day we are one big ball of energy so when we share time together it's beautiful because we have shared each other's perspectives so you be you they be them and that makes a me we and that's our mammalian heritage and secure attachment people, 5D mystics, functional adults, the enlightenment soul age group. We are always those Zen masters who can expand our relationships and create harmony. And the people who want to expand alongside with us, they get to also move along. So have a wonderful day.